Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits Tinylist.com with my end of 2012 podcast. I decided to add a little music at the beginning, and hopefully I'll remember to do the same thing at the end, and I'll explain what it is that I'm doing today. In December of 2011, so just over a year ago now, because we're at the end of December when I'm recording this, I decided that I would do 50 podcasts during 2012. And I have done those. Now, 48 of them were done as interview, where I entered the interview format, where I interviewed some of the biggest names on the Internet today, and authors, business people. And I was quite amazed at what I was able to do because I had set my mind to do that. During the first week of July, which is Independence Day in the U.S., I did the podcast alone, where I talked about the first half of the year. And I'm doing the same thing here at the end of December 2012 to give us an end-of-the-year wrap-up. And I'm going to give you some thoughts and ideas and suggestions for what I see happening in the online marketing world today. The first thing I will share with you is that 2013 is going to be the year where I simplify, collaborate, and publish. So by simplify... I mean that I allowed my business to get complicated this year, and I saw it happening, and I went ahead and uh, stuck with what I was doing so I could see the year through, but here at the end of the year, I did realize that I had complicated things in a way that really was not necessary. You won't earn any more money if you complicate things, and definitely you'll add stress to your life that is the reason that I came online to begin with to have more of a almost stress-free life as much as is possible in our world today. So I'm going to be simplifying. I've already started that process, and you'll see things move much faster and much more smoothly in my business if you're on my list and following me and meeting me in person at live events and things like that. Simplify, simplify, simplify. The next part is collaborate, and it really should be collaborate more because I've been collaborating And this is something that was not easy for me. I'm an introvert, and I wasn't accustomed to reaching out to people that I didn't know to do business with them in one way or another. And I did that this year, and part of the reason was because of my podcast series. I needed to reach out to people so that I would have a fresh interview every single week. And if you were on my site, if you were following that, you saw that every Friday morning I had a new podcast going up. And another reason I wanted to collaborate more is because it's fun to do business with people that you admire, people that you really see are so smart and so business savvy, have some great skills, and you want to do work with them, either uh, author a book with them or create products with them or do a live event with them, something like that. So the collaboration process was very good for me. I only had a couple of instances where I was sorry that I had reached out to someone. It wasn't a good fit, but that also was a learning experience for me and something we can all do on a regular basis to see, you know, who we really resonate with and who uh, just doesn't doesn't make sense for us to do business with for whatever reason. Other than that, my collaborations were quite fantastic. So I would recommend that you do that as well. Also, publish. That should be publish more as well because I came out with more books, more short reports, more products, more things that fall into that category of publishing. 
So for 2013, take a look at the business you're starting, whether you're at the very beginning or if you've already had some success and you're trying to really build it up big time during 2013, you want to simplify everything that you possibly can. Have a small team of people that help you. And in the very beginning, that might be just one other person that does some tasks for you that you don't like to do or that you're unable to do. And for me, I always give the example of technology, where the technology was overwhelming for me. And you know, in these years that I've been online, six full years now, uh, I see that the technology will continue to grow uh, without me because I'm not a tech person. My strength really lies in writing and creating prof products and speaking at live events. I've been all over the world and will continue to do some of that. And I don't want to do things that are not my strong areas, and technology is one of them. So take a look at what it is that you don't like to do and what you don't do well and find one person to begin with that can help you. Then you'll expand, and it will be a natural expansion where you'll meet somebody at a live event or you'll connect with them through social media, or they might be even on your list and they hit reply to one of your emails and you get into a conversation with them about what's coming next and what you're, you're working on and how they can help you. So let that flow in a natural way. Uh, publishing is really the future. The future has arrived. And if you're anything like me, you had wanted to write a book at some point in your life or knew somebody, had somebody in your family that either wrote a book or always wanted to write a book. And that used to be, talk about complicated, that was just a super, super complicated process. And it seemed to get more and more difficult over the years. Well, that all changed uh, very quickly after I came online. So 2006 was my first year. By 2007, self-publishing had reached a point where all of us could really take that on ourselves. And I really embraced publishing and got started in a big way by 2010. So it did take me some time. But by 2010, that's when I was writing books. And being a published author really had people perceiving me in a very different way than what I was used to and helped my business to grow by leaps and bounds. So another thing I'd like to talk about is the importance of mentors. When I first came online, I saw that I would need someone to guide me through this process of building an online business. And I uh, unfortunately jumped at the first person that I saw that was doing that and spent $5,000 with someone that had way too many people, couldn't really even remember my name <laughs> after he cashed my check. And that was really an unhappy experience that year, but I was determined not to quit. I thought, I'll go ahead and get what I can from the program. And looking back, I, I didn't get very much, but there were some audios I could listen to, and there was a call once in a while that I could join. This is back before teleseminars and webinars were commonplace. So I got as much as I could during that year, but I saw the importance of, a, of having a mentor. When you have a mentor that does a poor job, I think that makes you even more appreciative when you find people that are genuine and authentic and want to help you and don't take on too many people so that they're not able to help you in the, in the way that you need. So at this point in my life, I have several mentors in different areas. 
So business is the one that comes to mind for everyone, I think, in the very beginning. But don't stop there. Whatever you need help with in your life, find someone to mentor you. And that's been a process that's really allowed me to grow and to learn and to see things from other people's perspective in a way that I probably would not have come to those conclusions on my own. Or if I had, it would have taken me many more years. I didn't want to wait so long. I wanted to go ahead and connect with people and learn what I wanted to learn and get moving with it. So mentors are so, so important. The next thing I'd like to talk about is your USP, your unique selling proposition. And the way we describe this pretty much is who are you and what can you do for your prospects? What is it that you can do that's very different from other people now doing it? And in the beginning, you may feel that you you can't offer something in a different way, but that's not true. We're all very unique individuals and even if you try to copy what someone else is doing, you really can't because you are you and they are them. So in the beginning, it's your uniqueness that really allows you to do for prospects what no one else can do. And go with that at the beginning so that you can move forward. As time goes on, you'll see that you are learning things and implementing, taking action in a way that no one else can and you'll find that you come to conclusions and figure out things in a way that's going to be very special and very valuable to others. I'm a fan of the TV show Mad Men, and it was interesting. Uh, one of them I was watching uh, from probably three, four years ago, where one of the characters said, uh, let me see if I can find this exactly. She said something to the effect of, pick a job, and then become the person who does it. And as soon as this character said that, I thought of USPs, and I thought of what all of us are doing with our businesses, both online and offline. We pick a niche. Instead of a job, we pick a niche. We choose a niche that we're going to serve, and then we become the person who does that niche in a way that no one else can do it. And I think that's very, very powerful. So think about what you're doing and how you do it. And one thing that you'll find is just by taking action, implementing what you're learning from other people, when you take action and move forward, when you look back very quickly over a week or maybe a month, you'll say, gee, I, you know, I did it this way, and I see other people are doing it a different way. What you did was come up with something that is unique to you, something very special that you can then share with other people. And you might be too close to it to see it in the very beginning, but believe me when I tell you that that will come out very, very quickly, and it's just up to you to figure out what it is that you're doing in a slightly different way that other people would say, wow, I never even thought of doing it that way. Whatever niche it is, whatever topic it is, you will have your own conclusions. When I was in the classroom for all those years, I was always looking for students that would figure out how to do math problems in a very different way, and you might be able to remember that from school, that you could get the answer, but it wasn't the way the teacher taught how to do it. And that was your uniqueness coming out, where you were able to do something, but it wasn't the way that everyone else was doing it. 
And it's so important to be able to recognize that and make note of it to see what you're doing then in the future. All right, let's talk about channels. In 2012, channels became very, very big for me. And what I mean by these are channels are Amazon, iTunes, YouTube, and social media. So let's talk about Amazon first. You can go to my Amazon author page. Just go to connieloves.me forward slash author page, and you'll see my page over there on Amazon. And on that page, you'll notice that in the top right, I have my Twitter feed coming in. Uh, below that, I have both of my blogs, hugeprofitstinylist.com and connieregangreen.com. The RSS feed is coming into that page. So all of my recent posts from both blogs are mixed in right there. At the top in the middle, I have my bio. You can go in and update that at any time. Below the bio are the books that you're publishing. Now, if you don't have anything there, put together a short report. Now, you must not use PLR, private label rights. It must be your own writing. Put it together. You can use some blog posts that you've written, some articles that you've written, that kind of thing, but you pretty much want that unique writing. And submit that to them for publication, either on Kindle or on CreateSpace. But I recommend putting that together, and you, you really don't want less than 50 pages. Put together 50 pages. So based on how much writing you're doing right now, that might take you 10 days, or it could take you four to six weeks. Whatever it's going to take for you at this time, get that done so you can have at least one book published on Amazon that entitles you to this author page because this is the place that people will find you. It gives you credibility, visibility, and finally, ultimately, profitability in a big way. There's another section there on that author page if you scroll down below where all the books are listed, and it's called Events and you can put upcoming events that you'll be speaking at or just ones that you'll be attending. And it's so important to let people know where you are and how they can meet you in person. If you're just doing things locally now, just put a local meeting. Like I go to Rotary, so Rotary can be something that I'm going to be at every single week, and people then can uh, can meet me there in person if they're in one of my local communities where I attend the Rotary meetings. That's a good example. So the Amazon author page is the first channel that you want to get set up and take as long as you need to do that, but know the importance of it. The next one is on iTunes. And on iTunes, that's where this podcast and every podcast that I mentioned in or have been a guest speaker or anything on, uh, that's where that's presented. And if you go to ConnieReaganGreenPodcast.com, you can uh, click on the button to subscribe in iTunes and download all of them. Please leave me a review. It can be short, just a couple of sentences, and let me know that you uh, appreciate this information that I put out every week. And on that site, on iTunes, it's become a search engine, and a rather large one at that. So people can find you with your name or your topic so when people are looking for specific information and they're searching on iTunes through the podcast, you want them to be able to find you. And I've really been able to you know, build up my, my list, my database of 
of prospects and clients and get more visibility and credibility by having the podcast, you can do the same thing. The third channel is YouTube. And I had started my YouTube channel several years ago, probably 2008 or 2009. I'd have to look back exactly to see. And if you just go to youtube.com forward slash Connie Reagan Green, you'll see my channel there. And before 2012, I had only put just a handful of of, uh, videos up there. Some of them were even private videos that were back and forth with my family for holidays and different different occasions. But in 2012, I decided to really beef that up and do more and more. So anytime I travel somewhere, I try to do a short video wherever I happen to be, and I believe I have about 40 up there now. So my goal is to average about one every couple of weeks, and that's what I'll continue to do in 2013. Because, again, people are finding you. I just received a Google alert for my name uh, earlier this morning, and when I clicked to see what it was in my in my email where I received that, uh, it was a video that I had done when I was over in London, and it was Connie Reagan Green in Hyde Park in London. So this is going out all over the Internet, and people are able to uh, connect with you there and just kind of get an idea of who you are, what you do, what you stand for, and how you can serve them now and in the future. The fourth and final channel is social media. And with this, I really mean uh, pages on uh, Facebook, like I have my facebook.com forward slash huge profits with affiliate marketing. That's one of them for one of my books. And that's important to be able to connect with people through your business pages over there. Also, you can be involved in groups and start your own groups on LinkedIn. Those are very powerful. Something else you'll want to do is create lists on Twitter. And you could start a Twitter list of people that you do business with on the Internet or people that are in a, a certain niche that you're involved in or interested in. And it's a way then to further connect with people. So Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, those are really the social media sites that I consider my social media uh, channels. So this is a way that you can reach out to other people and just build your circle of influence bigger and bigger over time. So now let's talk about you marketing yourself. More and more, I see that this starts locally. And for me, at the time, this was one of these things that I didn't realize at the time I was doing something very different. But now looking back, I was able to see this, that I started my marketing career just locally in Santa Clarita, California. So anytime I did something in the community or went to my Rotary Club or to the Elks Lodge or to any of the groups I'm involved in, I was telling them what I was doing They were blogging about it at times. It was in the newspaper at times. And I was able to achieve kind of minor celebrity status right in Santa Clarita. And once I saw what I was doing, I picked up on it and I thought, this is where it begins for everyone. We do something locally. We speak at the Rotary Club. Someone from the newspaper contacts us because we wrote a book or started a blog or something. And you want to build up your local celebrity status, follow it up with a press release. 
I was just honored by the Arts Commission in the city of Santa Clarita for my ongoing support and contribution to the arts, both locally and with my books that I write, with the business that I have online. And it was wonderful. They had me to the city hall, gave me a certificate, made a big presentation, and I sent a press release on that very quickly. One thing about doing that is the press release also helps the Arts Commission to get more publicity and recognition. So everyone is really helping each other with these things. So be sure to send press releases. Then live events. I've been telling people to attend live events for so long. I started doing it in 2008 for my business, and it's been just an incredible way to do things. But think about local local live events. So there might be uh, a fair or some type of an event in your community where you can get a booth or you can help out with something. And that way people will get to know who you are. They'll get to know your name, and you'll be able to share what it is that you do. When you do write your first book or if you've already written your first book, contact the local bookstores and local groups to talk to find out more about having a book signing or reading part of your book. We had a festival uh, recently where uh, people were reading excerpts from their book, and I'll be on the list to do that the next time. So it ends up being a lot of fun, and people can connect with you then in person. Also, your blog. I've always said that your blog is your home on the Internet, so you want to be posting there a couple of times a week. I do this with, with both blogs. And also, comment on other people's blogs. This is important. You want to connect with people who are blogging in your niche or niche, as they say, in many places in the world. So this year I was able to travel to three continents. I was uh, in China and Thailand, over in Asia. I was in several countries in Europe. I go to Finland in the summer with family. I was in uh, the Netherlands and in London. I was all, all over the UK because I was speaking there. I also expanded my reach in North America by going up to Canada and speaking in Toronto and being able to reach out, have a have a wider circle of influence around the world is a wonderful way to build your business. Now, not everyone will be able to do this or will even want to do this. But if this is something that you desire in your life, know that it is available and it will make a difference with what you're doing in your business. Finally, you want to leverage affiliates. Affiliate marketing has been 50% of my income for many years now. In the beginning, it was 100% of my income because in the beginning, I didn't have my own products. But now, I have my own affiliates. You want to leverage that by letting your affiliates know what you have for sale, what they can promote for you so they can make some money and you can connect with more and more people. It's a way to grow a list very large, very quickly and a way to collaborate with people as you're doing your business. So on a regular basis, create new, simple products. You want to continue to do this because over time, the products get better, and you learn something new each time that you do it. So my first couple of years, I had very few products. Finally, my third year online, so 2008 to 2009, I was creating products every couple of weeks. I really built up my inventory. Now I'm back to the point where I create something new about once a month. 
Sometimes I do it with someone else. Sometimes I do it by myself. But I want new products coming out because I learn something each time that I'm doing it. And it gives me another stream of income. And this is so, so important. So the look and feel of your sites is important. If you don't do tech work yourself, get someone to help you because we want sites that are professional looking. When I was first online the first few years, having a site that looked a little homemade was all right. It made people feel closer to you. They would see your site and they would say, well, yeah, this person is you know, not too far ahead of me. Let's see what they're doing. People don't feel that way anymore. People want that look and feel that says professional business site, even if it's a very, very inexpensive digital product. So make sure when you take a look at your sites and just go through your domains so you can see. Go to them one after another and see what's on each domain and what it looks like, what that look and feel is like. Some of my older sites really looked very, very homemade, and my goal has been to uh, either eliminate or replace each of those with sites that are more professional looking. And also in your business, think and, not or. So when you, in your previous life, you had to make decisions. I'm either going to go to this place or this place, or I'm going to be able to do something in my business or not be able to do it. You always were making choices. It was always or. Instead, think and, that you can do something that you want to do and do something else that you also want to do. That's an important distinction. So remember, my phrase for 2013 is going to be simplify, collaborate, and publish. At the end of the year, you always want to think about what you'll be doing for that following year. Uh, I will be also adding another podcast series. I'm going to have two in 2013. My Ask Connie Anything uh, calls will now be podcasts. So you'll be able to hear even more on a regular basis. And I just want you to know that I appreciate you. Yes, you who are listening to me right now. I appreciate you for being a part of this journey with me all of this time. It means a lot to me. And the idea that I can still be a teacher, even though I don't work in a classroom any longer, is very, very special to me. So always reach out to me, either on social media, by hitting reply to one of my emails, uh, meeting me in a live event, either locally in Santa Barbara and Santa Clarita, California, or at one of the events that I speak at uh, around the country and around the world on a regular basis. I want to meet you. I want to know who you are, what you're interested in doing, what your goals are, what you want to achieve with having an online business, and I want you to tell me what I can do to help you because that's what it's all about. So again, this is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. I want to thank you for spending 2012 with me on this podcast series, and I look forward to what we can do together in 2013.